From Audio Boom comes Covert, a new podcast that delves into the murky world of spies, soldiers, and top secret military operations. I'm Jamie Rennell, and together we'll discover the real stories of history's greatest classified missions, told by the operatives, soldiers, and journalists who experienced it firsthand. Follow Covert on Spotify or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Indeed, welcome to Movies First, and today it is a little bit of French cinema. Alex First, we are off to enjoy summertime, or as it was originally titled en français, La Belle Saison. Absolutely, and I must say that whenever we've got a French movie, there are, there's a number of people out there who say, oh, isn't it fabulous, because it's going to be great scenery. Indeed it is, sir. You are going to love it, and you, you basically want to go. You, we want to sort of hop onto a plane and we are, of course, doing this in Australia for people who happen to be in Europe or maybe living in France. Good luck to you because you have got a magnificent country. I must draw your attention to my beloved football team and the skipper, the captain of that team, although I'm not sure what's going to happen into 2017, Joe Watson, who has just announced in the last week or so that he's going to come back to the club. Thank goodness for that. Okay, what does this have to do with the French countryside and summertime? Ah, a lot, a lot. You just wait. When he gave a news conference to announce his decision to come back, because there was a lot of conjecture that he would not, he'd quit football altogether, he did so wearing a cap. Do you remember what that cap said? This is a piece of trivia, folks. The, The cap said feminism, and it was said it rather unusually underneath the brow. Correct. And this all came about because... When he was in New York and he was speaking to one of his good friends who happens to be dating another former Essendon player, she talked about feminism and, you know, he took up the cause and so on and so forth. So this La Belle Belle Saison Summertime, rated MA in Australia, running for 106 minutes, is a very attractive and engaging feminist film. There's the link that allows us, the audience, to really care for the characters. It also I'll happens. let you have a very tenuous link to the Essendon Football Club on this occasion, but hang seriously. On, hang on. It's a very strong link. I mean, feminism and a cap saying feminist. I mean, you know, and, and it's contemporary, and this is all about movies that are contemporary. There's a, there's a line from the movie Toy Story, you're a sad, strange little man. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I am, and I'm more than happy to take that as a compliment, not a piece of condescension. This happens to be a period piece as well. So it takes place soon after you were born. The year is 1971. <laughs> Do you like that dig? Huh? Huh? There's a lady called Delphine, the daughter of hardworking farmers, who moves to Paris to break free of the shackles of her parents and also to gain independence. And it's there that she meets Carol, played by Cécile de France, a very well-known and much-loved actor. So she happens to be the inspirational leader of the feminist movement. I'm talking about the Carol character played by Cécile de France, which is then in its infancy. And although Carol lives with her boyfriend, Manuel, or Manuel, I was thinking about Faulty Towers, I think, (laughs) when I said Manuel, Manuel, she and Delphine forge 
a strong bond and their lives are turned upside down as a result. And in time, Delphine moves back to the farm. Carol follows. But the idea of an openly gay relationship in these times and in this place with the sway of Delphine's parents and the community's judgment is too much to hope for. The director and co-writer is called Catherine Corsini. She wanted to pay tribute to feminist women, and I use this as a quote, who've often been vilified, called sex-starved neurotics, end of quote. And Ms Corsini came to realise she owed many of the benefits that she lives by today to these women who fought and campaigned for the rights. She says homosexuals have been instrumental in the emancipation of women in general. And she chose to set summertime in the 70s because the vitality and audacity of the feminist movement at that time appealed to her. So the stirring performances of the two leads ensure the story looks and feels real. I've already mentioned Cecile de France. The other one, Izia Higelin. I haven't seen her before. Very, very strong. So what you've got here is the farm girl and the city slicker who takes a powerful role in the women's rights movement. Really, they should never have even met and gotten together, but they did. Now it becomes a question of how to sustain a relationship considered taboo in the close-knit environment, which the dab farmhand calls home. And the push and pull of the farm girl's parents versus her love, her lust for her highly competent girlfriend, are in constant conflict. That's what dictates the ebb and flow of proceedings. And then there's Carol's live-in male lover, who's forced to take a back seat as the burgeoning relationship, her first with a woman, develops. Imagine that. You've got a bloke who's very much in love with the woman, but the woman then loves another girl. So the film is really beautiful to look at, with the city and rural cinematography a real feature. And Jean Lepori is responsible for that, really something quite stunning. It's very hard not to be affected by what you see here. And it really does work away a psyche, summertime or la belle saison. It provides food for thought and leaves this very favourable and long-lasting impression. I thought it was a really strong movie, Chris, so I would urge people to go along and see it. Now, it has been nominated for a number of awards, largely at, at French uh, mm-hmm. French uh, film festivals and so on. It, uh, uh, I, I believe the sound, the, the soundtrack or the music in there is, uh, is quite something as well. Yes, I hadn't mentioned that, and I'm pleased you have. Overall, it's a really good package. The, the music is good. The story is a very strong one, the performances are terrific, and the script is good. So I would say that La Belle Saison deserves a a 7.5 out of 10, rated MA in Australia again, 106 minutes in length. There we go. Summertime or La Belle Saison, uh, perhaps one that you may have a little trouble catching depending on where you are, but one to keep an eye out down the track as well because I'm sure it'll get uh, the appropriate uh, DVD or, or movie channel releases as well. Alex, we'll talk again soon. Good on you, or Blu-ray for that matter, of course, as well. Yes, forgetting about Blu-rays. Keep doing that. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. 
Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.